0: Optimize My Life presents Rising to the Majors, Laugh in the Face of Adversity with host Gavin Johns. We are live every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Join us live by calling 714-816-4686. Out of respect for our guests and hosts, please limit comments and questions to one minute at a time and on topic for the show. Thank you and welcome our host Gavin Johns and Rising to the Majors. Gavin Jones. We are live every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Join us live by calling 714-816-4686. Out of respect for our guests and hosts, please limit comments and questions to one minute at a time and on topic for the show. Thank you and welcome our host, Gavin Johns, and Rising to the Major. all right happy labor day how are you hi mary how are we doing
1: happy labor day
0: good yeah it feels like july more than it does labor day here in minnesota but you know
1: yeah i know (laughs) yeah it's uh pretty hot out here as well is it pretty humid over there or is it uh, more dry
0: Oh no, it's humid right now um, with heat index it's like hundred and eight degrees.
1: Wow. A lot of bugs yeah. too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for the for the show tonight. Thank you everyone for uh, for tuning in. Um, you're gonna get a lot of encouragement, a lot of inspiration. And I'm excited. So, uh, yeah, thanks, everyone, for joining. Thank you, Mary. Not a problem.
0: And next week, we are doing our honor and our salute to 9-11. All week long, we'll host the regular shows with a twist. So we highlight individuals that and remember those who have been impacted by the events that happened 20-some years ago.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm super excited for that. The one flag, one light, one life, uh, 9-11 tributes. Everyone's not going to want to miss that, so tune in. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. You know, they, um, everyone who, uh, you know, was affected uh, and people who were, who were there helping uh, deserve, um, you know, just a lot, of, a lot of honor, a lot of credit. Uh, in the families I just, you know, it was just so, you know, you and I were talking about it earlier, you know, this week, or last week, now it's Monday, uh, just how, how, of, how much of an impact, uh, you know, that has had negatively, you know, and uh, but, you know, at the same time, there were, you know, there were heroes that, uh, that came through, including yourself, Mary. So thank you. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, thank you for everyone else who, who stepped up in a big way to be able to, help, uh, help everyone out during that really, um, yeah, really terrible incident. Yeah.
0: You have some big news to share.
1: I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Would you like to share? Do you want me to share?
0: I want you to share your big news.
1: (laughs) Well, there's always a lot of big news. Um, but, the one I believe you're talking about because we, we did kind of briefly talk about it was uh, my certificate I got recently. So I just got certified officially as a goal success life coach uh, through the Transformation Academy. And, um, yeah, it was um, I learned a lot. It was a lot of fun. It was hard work. But, uh, you know, I believe, um, you know, it will be able to help a lot of people, you know, help inspire a lot of people, uh, you know, through the services that we render through Galvanize Global and uh, just add value. I love adding value to people's life. And, um, you know, it's just one more credential that people can trust me uh, with leading their, them and their lives to success. So, um, you yeah, very excited to announce yeah. that. Got the certification as an official Goal Success Life Coach.
0: But not only that, but you've used your training that you've learned along the way to help yourself. Cuz you've got more big news. Cuz you know we all, um, you know, who've been following your story, understand that you you got hurt so you missed most of the game cycle in baseball this year.
1: Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that was a big um yeah, it was a big setback. Um, But, you know, God is is always teaching us things, you know, things through the highs, things through the lows. And this one happened to be a low, so it was more to teach me patience and just trust in him and and perseverance as well. Uh, Really thankful for you and the Hope Collection and my team at Galvanized Global, my family and friends for, you know, helping support me. Um, And, yeah, I got officially cleared 100%. So I'm 100% back uh, for baseball, Ready for action. Um, Unfortunately, the season is coming to a close. um, And uh, I was expecting to be able to come back uh, in time for at least a few games. Uh, We're only like a week or so left. uh, But unfortunately, my manager actually, I didn't get a chance to tell you, Mary, but my manager communicated with me. And um, I'm not going to be able, he's not going to be able to activate me because it's too late uh, and our team's not. Uh, has, didn't make the playoffs. So, unfortunately, I won't be playing this season. But the future, the team wants me back for the full season next season. And uh, this off season, I am uh, in contact with multiple people about a potential um, baseball opportunity internationally. So, potentially in the Dominican Republic, in Mexico, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, there's a few other countries, but those are just a few to name. So, that could be a cool opportunity, you know, to play some games, get some at-bats, and uh, kind of make up for uh, part of the season, you know, which I lost with the, the broken arm injury. So uh, say an extra prayer for that, if you don't mind, and I'll be keeping everyone uh, in the loop there. Uh, so I've been practicing my Spanish. Habla uh, un poco de Espanol. So uh, my good friend and uh, vice president for Galvanized Global, who who is um, – been listening to all these radio shows she's been helping me um and uh some of my other friends as well um yeah i've been trying to get that get that spanish going so mama note <laughs> there you go
0: but see that's what happens when you set a goal and you've taken your training and you've learned to and your faith to persevere And how easy was it for them to say, okay, you got injured. You're going to be out most of the season. We're just going to cut you. It happens in the pros all the time, but for them to say, you know, we would like to work with you and continue working, that shows potential that you, that you want, they want you to keep going. They're not just saying, no, you're done.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. They definitely still believe in me. Um, And I'm really grateful for that, and, um, yeah, you know, I, I never gave up, you know, and, and um, you know, even, you know, there were a lot of doubts, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, there always is, you know, just in life, a lot of uncertainties, but, you know, I kept, kept the faith, and at times when it wasn't as strong, I had other people that I'm grateful, that I'm surrounded with, that poured into me and encouraged me through that time, and, uh, you know, now it, you know, seems like it's on the up. So we just got to enjoy the journey and, uh, you know, give God the glory at at each stage. He's always teaching us things, you know, just as you know, Mary. um, But, uh, yeah, thank you for that acknowledgement. I really appreciate it.
0: You know, and that's the thing, though, is that, you know, if you didn't have doubts, you wouldn't be human. You wouldn't be honest with yourself. You always, every person in the back of their mind, no matter what they're doing, how huge or how small it is, if it's uncertain results, you're going to doubt it. It's what you do with that feeling and that emotion is what makes it so important. And you decided to take those steps and persevere and keep going. Because having those doubts just means you're honest with yourself.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much, Mary. One of the things that helped me through it was just focusing on, you know, that concept or that phrase, you know, progress over perfection, because, um, myself and many others, you know, we, we try to, um, try to do everything at once, you know, so at different stages through the recovery, I had felt like, you know, I need to be back tomorrow. I need to be healthy. I need like trying to do everything in like one day, but when I started focusing on the process and how I can improve just a little bit each and every day, that actually got me closer to my goal. And I became a lot less frustrated and everything was a bit more manageable. And something that my physical therapist, Jen, shout out, Jen, thank you so much for your help. If you're listening, Uh, Jen helped me realize that and actually celebrate those small steps of recovery. And, you know, that's what I encourage anyone to do that, you know, feels that maybe they're a perfectionist or maybe they're overwhelmed by trying to do everything at once is to, you know, break it down into smaller steps. And that's something I learned as well in the in the goal success uh, certification is that, um, yeah, you know, we have our longer-term goals. We have our bigger goals. And, you know, we believe, of course, those are going to come to fruition. But, um, you know, there's also, you know, stepping stones to get there, right? Uh, but, you know, oftentimes... You know, people generally, you know, focus a lot on the end goal, and I'm guilty of that, you know, and it could be discouraging, you know, but, you know, Jen helped me out with that, just kind of, you know, celebrate those small steps, you know, whether it was just a little more range of motion or a little more strength each day. Um, And it excited me. I wanted to go back to physical therapy and get better. It wasn't like, oh, I got to go back because I'm not playing again. It was, um, you know, more of that kind of positive reframing, mindset so yeah
0: you are positive but at the same time you are honest with yourself now so many people are so positive that it's more damaging because you're not being honest with your feelings and what's going on you know in your mind and everything else and that's what's crucial is, you know being honest all the way around.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You gotta be you gotta be truthful but, you know, you gotta be I, I guess everyone's a little bit different, but I agree with, with what you were saying, you know. You have to you have to acknowledge everything. You can't be just delusional, like, oh, everything's great when it's not. You know what I mean? You gotta acknowledge that, but you gotta be hopeful and optimistic that everything's going to work out in your favor, you know? Um, and of course there's going to be roadblocks right. along the along the way, but, you know, hopeful and confident, you know, that it, things are going to work out in your favor. Um, but I like what you said about that because, you know, human emotions, they, they play a big role, you know, and we can't just, we can't ignore them. You know, that's something that you and I have talked about before, just the importance of humans, you know, acknowledging our emotions. Um, and, you know, when we do that, we're actually able to process things, as you know, and, uh, you know, we've shared before. Um, so, yeah. I actually want to talk a little bit more about that. I wanted to kind of get your thoughts about that. You know, what things, you know, have helped you um, kind of uh, for, you know, help increase your belief or increase your confidence, um, you know, in yourself, in God? Uh, In others, you know, would you say, you know, I know you have a lot of great experience, you know, in the military and different leadership positions. Um, So, yeah, if if we want to open that up, uh, if you want.
0: You know, I got to say the biggest part that really helped me was, I call my Jimny Cricket, um, Rick Reese, who's our Tuesday host, and he runs um, Marketplace Ministries. And so when I first started struggling with things, trying to figure out which direction the business needed to go, what direction things needed to go, you know, in life needed to go. Because I struggled when I got out of the military. I didn't have a sense of purpose. I didn't have a sense of direction. I moved to the middle of nowhere knowing nobody but my husband. And so, you know, Rick sat me down and explained about my past. And that, you know, when you're following your faith, and you're following where you're supposed to go in life, it makes it easier. Things just kind of fall into place. There's not there may be obstacles, but if you're those obstacles are going, that means that there's a little bit you're not quite going the right way you're supposed to go. And it may not be when you want it to happen, but it'll happen when it's supposed to happen.
1: Absolutely. And the wow, other that's big hard. thing
0: that's why I call him Jimmy Cricket, which is, you know, from the old Disney cartoon. <laughs> he was always the voice of reason for Pinocchio and always the one saying, you know, this is stupid. Yes. Or this is
1: The wisdom. Yes.
0: You know, and the other thing was is just you know a lot of my training, but, you know, being honest with myself and the emotions I was feeling. And figuring out and learning it, there's always another way. Like I personally suck doing videos. I develop an eye twitch. I, I lose my train of thought. Whatever. So I found an alternative. I do radio because I can talk. I just not very well with the camera when there's no audience. I'm okay talking to people. It's just I'm talking to myself in a screen. I really struggle with. Yeah. So people, people understanding, you know, find your strength. Play up to those and work on your weaknesses as you go. And I had great advice from my mentor was um, Tiffany Largay and Matt Gillett. They run the Do the Damn Thing Nation and Do the Damn Thing Business. And it was owning your story. The good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, you go on social media, all you ever see is fancy cars and I make this many... This much money, and I have this many, whatever. But at most of it's not true. There's so much bad in the process, and when you own your bad along with your good, and people can see those obstacles that you're overcoming, it makes you real. So it makes it able to connect. And when you own yourself and all the things that you, most people try to hide, that builds your self-esteem up because you're okay with it.
1: Yes, I love that. Thanks for sharing that. It's so true.
0: (laughs) Many, many years of experience.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. No, thanks for sharing that. So for everyone listening, um, how, how can they develop that? How can they develop that faith? You know what I mean? Because, you know, from my experience, it's, it it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it's something where, you know, you start, like you said, by being, you know, truthful with yourself, being truthful with others, being truthful with how you feel in your situation. And then, you know, moving forward into the future, um, you know, developing the best version of yourself. How do you develop that aspect of faith? Would you say?
0: The biggest way to, to, is get rid of the misconception of faith. A lot of people have this belief that faith, you're following something blindly. And you're just putting it all out there for God or whoever you believe in, if it's Allah or Jehovah, to take care of everything for you. And the thing is, is that God's there to guide you. He's there to help you. But if you don't take those steps to better yourself and remember, he's there to support you every step of the way, the first thing you need to understand. The second thing is, is when you have that faith in that higher power of whatever it may be, far as it could be that tree, you know, (laughs) but it helps actually relieve the stress off of you. Because then you are not totally focused on yourself and your success or your failure is all on you. Because if, when you start believing in that other faith, you're understanding that, you know, things may, are, may not go the way I want them to go, but there's a better way of going. It's just not the way it's supposed to happen. And that relieves all that extra pressure off of you and understanding that this, there's more to life than just you and yourself.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. I just looked up online, uh, the meaning of faith. Um, it says complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And then looked up trust and it says a firm belief, truth and ability in someone or something. And I looked up beliefs and acceptance that something is true or something exists. So look, just like you said, it's based on that foundation of truth and it's not it's not just, you know, wandering around, you know, it's it's like that one thing, you know, um, you know, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything, you know, but our, you know, our faith is rooted in God, you know, and he, he knows, he's two steps ahead of us. He already knows what's going to happen. And just like, I love what you said about that. He's our, he's our guiding force, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, I've, you know, gone through some obstacles, some adversities, you know, in my past in high school and college and baseball and business, different things. But, you know, each time he he leads me back on the path that I need to be, you know. Um, And usually there's some lesson he was going to teach me. And I think that's another misconception when I've been talking to people about faith is they think that, you know, once you believe in God or, you know, um, you start trying to improve yourself that Everything's just going to be perfect, you know. It's going to be sunshine and rainbows, you know. But that's just that's just not true, you know. Um, I um, you know, like this analogy, Mary? So I was talking with a friend. We were talking about um, actually he was telling me about the GPS analogy, and I was sharing that with Noemi in our in the Galvanine Global. So the the GPS analogy is like you know when you say you're at your house and you got to go somewhere you've never been. Say it's like, whatever, 20 miles away, right? You got to go to your destination. When you're driving there, you know, the GPS has that like little blue route, right? And most of the time blue, depending if you use Waze or Google Maps, or whatever you use, and, you know, gets you to your destination, right? And that's, you know, an analogy for God's Plan for our life, right? It's not a straight path. It's not just like boom, you're gonna get there, right? It's like you got to take some twists, you got to take some turns, you got to wait, maybe at a stoplight, uh, you know. And uh, there might be some frustration. Someone might cut you off, right? It's like you can't always. It's not perfect, you know. But the other thing that he was telling me was he was asking me actually he said, yeah, and you know what happens when maybe you take a wrong turn and you get off that path. And then he said, and I was like, well you know, then I try to, you know, get back on that path, you know? And he's like, exactly, but the GPS, which was the analogy for God because he's our guiding factor in life, he says the GPS will redirect you to your destination, right? So we don't have to do all the complicated thinking, you know, and what might be, you know, we might have thought was a wrong turn might just be a redirection. He might have been protecting us from a bad accident on the path, right? Like we never know, right? So... I just loved that analogy. It kind of simplified things. I was going to see what you thought about that analogy um, and, and how you found it, you know, relevant.
0: It, one, it's a really good book. It's called God Allows U-Turn." No, it's okay. It's, it, there's a book written that's that based off that analogy, and it says God, it's, the title is God Allows U-Turn," And it explains it oh, in that okay. sort of term. And about how you know because you're going the wrong direction, turn around and make a U-turn.
1: Yeah.
0: It is yeah. so true, and <laughs> how it's I, I've never heard about them, written that written cool. that way. I thought it was a garage sale, and I started reading it, and it made a lot of sense about you know we are. I use the phrase banging your head against the wall you're like always doing the same thing over and over again. It's not working, you keep doing it. Making just even subtle little changes. Mom's not all done. You go get daddy and daddy will help you. Thank you. Okay, yep. You're being a good boy. That's right. He is talking. Both sentences. Right. Nice. Yeah. Some days you wish you didn't.
1: <laughs> but uh, what were you saying? You're saying about the book you read? It, uh, God allows U-turns.
0: Correct. It's you know basically it's just you know things aren't working the way you want them to work, but don't keep trying to go through the wrong direction. Stop. Turn around and redo what you're doing, and try going a different way. You know, you get to that fork in the road. You you may have turned left. Well, will take a U-turn, turn around, go right.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. Um, and actually, you know, <laughs> funny you said that. I don't know if you saw the video or not, but that was that was today's kind of motto for the for uh, motivation Monday galvanized global is just about, you know, so often people, you know, find themselves in patterns that aren't conducive for success. They aren't conducive for the things they actually want, but then they're complaining and and making excuses for why they don't have what they want, but they keep doing the same old, you know, negative patterns or, you know, poor habits, right? You know, and so it's like, you know, this kind of ties into what we were talking about before, too, about, you know, the truth and being honest with yourself, you know, being honest with yourself, self-evaluation. And that's something that's hard to do. And sometimes it's with that evaluation. And, you know, in the design um, of Galvanized Global, that's what we do is we have personal motivation coaches and the service they render is having that you know, honest baseline assessment, and, you know, we have a full questionnaire that people submit uh, when they get in the program, and, you know, asks everything, you know, strengths, weaknesses, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what are your personal goals, career goals, and then we legit legitimize it, you know, we hop on a phone call with them, that's the launch pad call, and this, this is the call that, as you know, Mary, will, will launch, launch you to success, you know, it's that first call, the most powerful call, um, because that's where we set goals with you. And, um, you know, we actually, you know, kind of get to the bottom of things. Hey, you said you're working out three times a week. You know, what what do you define as a workout? You know, walk in, out of your bed to go brush your teeth. Is that included in your three? Or is it, you know, an hour, hour and a half at the gym three times a week? And they're like, okay, you know. Like another one, you know, common misconception is like how much water people drink daily, you know. If people actually track their water there was a study, a research study that came out that people don't drink nearly as much water as they think they do. And um, so, you know, we track all these things and, you know, help people. Hey, and it's kind of eye-opening. It's kind of humbling. You know, I've done it for myself. And, um, you know, it's, it's humbling, you know. Uh, but sometimes you need that, you know, someone on the outside, like we do at Galvanized Global, to help people see the actual, you know, what's going on, That that truth. And then we can actually set some goals, you know. But if we don't have that baseline, you know, if we're just kind of wandering and thinking that everything's okay or, you know, then you wouldn't even, you know, need that, you know, because you'd think you already made it. But then once you do that evaluation, it's like, oh, okay, I got a little work to do. <laughs> so, you know, that that's the power of that Launchpad call. And then we can really start into, you know, then it's more meaningful too. I know we talked a couple of weeks ago, you and I, Mary, about, you know, just really – knowing your why you know why you want to do things and and that passion fueling your success but if you're not honest with yourself like we we're all talking about then you know you can't get to the root of that you know you can't get to the root of that it's just like when you you know have dirt or dust you know and you sweep it under the rug you're like oh it's all clean it's all clean around the house you know because i slipped it on the rug but it's like so it's still dirty because there's dirt under the rug, and after enough time, it's going to mount, it's going to mount, and mount, and then it's going to get really dirty, it's going to get some mold, you know, and it's like, you know, for that launch pad call, we do that clean evaluation. We go in there, we clean up the dirt under the rug, and then, you know, we help set that goal, all right, you know, what What kind of rug do you want? you want a gold rug? Do you want a silver rug? You know, uh, what, what are we working towards? you want a beautiful house, you know, and and. And we actually help people achieve those goals, you know, and we have great testimonials on our website um, and on our social media. For anyone like to check it out, just galvanizedglobal.com and Instagram, galvanized underscore global, and then Facebook group, galvanized Global LLC. Um, you know, we're really building a platform to, uh, to, to motivate and inspire people around the world, uh, and we're doing it. You know, we had uh, super encouraging the other week, Mary. I'm sure you saw it up. Uh, William, you know, someone I've been helping motivate, and um, looks like he's gonna um, he's gonna get more and more involved, you know, in the different packages we offer. Um, and uh, you know, he he just he sent me a text. He was at 230 pounds, and and in less than six months, he's already at 206. So I was pretty pumped about that. And he didn't see progress for a long time, but then he stuck with it. He stuck with it. We kept motivating him, kept encouraging him. I remember times he was calling me on the phone just like, man, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know. Just so many things. You know, I'm like, hey, keep going. Because sometimes that's all we have to do is just keep going. You know what I mean? Whether it's our faith, whether it's our finances, whether it's our health, whether it's community, we just got to keep going, you know? And, and, And success takes time to build, you know? So... Yeah, what do, you, what do you think about that? Did anything stick out to you, Mary, uh, or anything uh, that, that would be good for us to talk about more in depth?
0: Big thing, and the big key words I like got from everything you were saying is being truthful and honest with yourself, so with others.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: And two, the cool thing, there's an app for the water.
1: Absolutely. Track
0: how much water you drink. I use that because I tend to get busy and forget to drink enough. (laughs) But um, just being honest. And being honest with yourself and with, you know, your feelings and what's going on in your mind and understanding what's going on. No not seeing results right away doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It just means that you're breaking even.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I was reading a book, and it was talking about, you know, some of the, some of the most successful people that you know, they um, had just had so many failures that led up to that, you know uh, you know, for example, like, you know, Thomas Edison, you know, and he had, he invented the light bulb, you know, and they said it was like, you know, it took 10,000 tries, you know, before, you know, that finally the invention that had the huge breakthrough or like J.K. Rowling, you know, the author of Harry Potter, she got rejected by like hundreds of publishing companies, you know, and just like, I love hearing those inspirational stories, you know, about, and like Walt Disney, you know, I think it was either elementary or middle school. Like someone told Walt Disney that he wasn't creative enough and he'll never basically amount to something. <laughs> now he's like, you know, the, the, the founder of Disneyland, you know? And, uh, yeah. Do, do you, um, do you find inspiration in those stories, Mary? And, and do you, have you heard of more in, inspirational stories like that?
0: Um, it, Quite a few, but the one that sticks to my mind, and I'm looking for the video I wanted to send it to you, is about a little boy who grew up atheist. And he sat down one day and ex- figured out that one, it takes more effort to prove God doesn't exist than proving that he does exist. And two, he proved how, why God existed. It's really cute listening to him explain how you can't start. And he does it scientifically. And how you can't start from nothing. You have to start from something. And how all these particles came together. And, and it was really just the coolest thing I've ever heard a kid explain it.
1: Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. Um uh not the same but still pretty cool uh about that. My uh, my uncle, he uh, one of my uncles, he well, two uncles, but one of them uh he went to uh seminary school and um uh another uncle wanted to kind of prove him that all the stuff he was kind of believing and studying was false. So he he did his own studying and he actually became a believer through it. <laughs> so that's a pretty cool story. Um, and I wouldn't say I was like a non-believer, like I was a doubter, like I was just like straight atheist, but I like, I didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus until college, you know, I knew about Jesus, you know, but when I started, you know, really diving in and learning about how life works and the truth, talking about truth, talking about, like, you know, the truth behind it all, Um, it was just so crystal clear to me that, you know, the story of Jesus and how God created the heavens of the earth and the earth and how each one of us is specifically designed for a purpose, it was it was, it was amazing, you know, but it was, uh, there was just this peace about me because I knew it was right, you know, and, um, you know, I didn't really, you know, grow up going to church too much, you know, we went like what a couple of times a year, you know, we're the creaster crew Christmas and Easter. But, um, you know, definitely when I started kind of, you know, I moved away from, from home, you know, going to school and, you know, you kind of just developed, you know, more mature thoughts, you know, and, you know, of course, you know, you and a lot of others know my story and through the book, you know, laughing the face of adversity that, you know, I was, um, you know, chasing, you know, worldly things, you know, partying and drinking and things like that. And there's worldly pleasures and that wasn't fulfilling. It didn't fill me up. And, um, I knew there was something more, I felt um, a little bit lost. I felt a little bit lonely. And um, when I was, and, and I've shared the story before, but I'll share it again. When I was at my uh, dorm room, everyone else was out partying. I was like, man, I'm just kind of tired of that. You know, I'm looking for something something real, something meaningful. And uh, ended up, uh, one of my friends gave me a Bible, ended up reading through it, really didn't know much about it. You know, it kind of seemed like a foreign language to me, to be honest, when I heard any pastor talking about it at church, but, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, when we're really, um, ready to receive something that, um, you know, God reveals things to us. And, um, you know, that night, I'll just never forget. It was just like crystal clear. The words were like popping off the pages (laughs) and because I was in such need of the truth of, of, things that were real. You know, I was chasing all these false things, all these feelings, all these, you know, things that you know, or I should say, you know, false feelings. Thing you know, things that are make me feel good temporary but not long lasting. And when uh, when I was reading the Bible, <laughs> things just started making sense. Like I said, God was revealing things to me and I was like, Whoa I had never like experienced anything like that. My my whole body felt warm. I felt a peace. I felt a joy and I felt a completeness in my heart and in my mind. It was like, okay, this is what I've been searching for for a while, but I've been looking in the wrong places, you know? And, um, ever since then, it's been an ongoing journey of, of growth. Um, a lot of learning, you know, a lot of, reading the Bible, a lot of asking others, a lot of digesting, a lot of wrestling. Okay, what does this Bible verse mean? What is this? What does that mean? Because it's so depthy, you know, that you can never learn it at all, right? It's just you're constantly learning more and more about God because he's so powerful and, and um, you know, he's omnipotent, you know. He's, he's involved in everything. It's so, so uh, vast. Uh, but it's, it's been amazing and i'm I'm just grateful for for that experience and you know I encourage everyone else to to be able to experience that you know I wish everyone in the world could experience that um you know what that feeling you know is like by putting your trust in god and and really just learning you know and and being filled up with his presence um Mary, what do you got about that?
0: you know. The cool thing with your story is you didn't take a tragedy or a huge life event for you to come figure it out. Most people, they turn around and it usually involves some huge catastrophic event to find their face. You know, like in the military, we always have a saying that there are no atheists in the hole. Yes! Ah. Hang on one quick second I got to move some Oh, sorry. School starts in a day so they are super excited and wound up. They actually like school.
1: No worries, no worries. I understand. It's all good. <laughs>
0: but, you know, just that feeling of calm and like that feeling of you're complete. You're not stressed out anymore. You're not you're just that, I guess, is lack of a better way of putting it. Because you know that no matter what happens, somebody has your back. Absolutely. And even if, you know, bad things happen, it happens for a reason and being honest about that and know that, you know, there are brighter days ahead because you survived the bad day. You know, most biggest misconception is, you know, well, if God wasn't there or was there, then why does all these bad things happen? But if he controlled everything we did, then we wouldn't have free will. We'd be just be mindless grown. Where well, he gave us that option of free will to think for ourselves and do for ourselves. It's our power in ourselves to make the changes to do what's right
1: for us. Does that make sense? Absolutely. 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 Oh, 100%. That's a great point. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> oh. We got a couple Bible verses really... for everyone right here. Ooh, which one? We got uh, Hebrews eleven one says now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And number two is Mark nine twenty three. Everything is possible for one who believes. Mark eleven twenty four, therefore I tell you whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. That
0: is true.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I just um, yeah, I just. It's funny. It's kind of like uh, you know, scripture to me is kind of like watching a movie. You know, multiple times. You know, you could read the same verse, but you read it on a different day, and your, your mind is thinking about something different, and it relates it to something different. You know, you could always just a different perspectives is it's, it's, it's it's great, you know, like watching a movie, you know, you watch a movie and then you watch it in a year and you, you you notice something you didn't notice before, you know, the same with the Bible, you know, it's like, it's actually very, very relatable to today, you know, especially, uh, you know, of course, the New Testament, you know, that's something I didn't understand either, like Old Testament, New Testament, but like, for do who's listening and doesn't know, you know, Old Testament is before Jesus was born, and the uh, New Testament is after Jesus was born. And, um, you know, before Jesus was born, if someone wanted to be saved or forgiven of their sins, then they had to sacrifice an animal. And uh, you did something wrong, you sin, which is, you know, you lie, you steal, you cheat, you sacrifice an animal. Well, after Jesus came to the earth, set the example of how we're supposed to live our lives. Uh, obviously a selfless man, humble man. Uh, but when he died on the cross for our sins, that, you know, it it cleared us of our sins, you know. And and so now it's, you know, we sin, which we're all sinners, as <laughs> you know, and Mary and, and I know, and, you know, that, you know, we ask him for forgiveness and we're forgiven. We don't have to go kill an ox or whatever it is, but at the same time there's you know, for anyone listening, there's, you know, worldly repercussions, you know, if you if you go steal something, you know, or you hurt someone, there's gonna be, you know, consequences, you know. Um but you know, like by the law and stuff I'm saying, but like um, you know, as far as you know, living eternally in heaven, it's as simple as repenting from your sins you know, and believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, I don't know why I didn't realize it was that simple when I was growing up, but once I understood that pretty clearly, I was like, wow, you know, um, I got to start sharing this with more people because although I can't, like, make other people be saved, I can't change their heart, only God can change that, that, you know, we can all encourage people and be the light in their lives because, you know, there's darkness in the world, you know, and people need us to be lights in their life and just to to share that good news with them. And it may, you know, someone may be listening right now, you know, that, you know, um, you know, we'll take this, take this wisdom, take this encouragement and, uh, and change their life, you know, and I, I encourage anyone listening to do so. Um, and you won't regret it best decision I ever
0: made in my life, that's for sure. You know, the other good point about the Old and the New Testament is where people question the validity of how does the Bible fit into our time. Well, if you read the Old Testament and compare it to the New Testament, as life progresses, civilization progresses, the Bible's adjusted to that. So as we're going through our lives, as things change and progress, the core values stay the same. It's just how we do things progresses and changes. It's not designed to live in the Stone Ages. It's designed to adjust to the environment we're in. And as we progress as a culture, we need to get back to the old ways by the sense of how we treat each other, but, you know, at the same time, we don't sacrifice animals. We modernize it to, you know, be baptized and how it's still relevant today and how we adjust
1: yeah,
0: our beliefs. Yep. My struggle with faith right now is, is my children figured out how to use the Bible as a tool. Like, for instance, my daughter comes to me. I told her, you know, um, we're working on our room on Saturday. And I said, okay, we'll finish it up on Sunday. And she looks at me and she goes, Mom, I can't do my room on Sunday. And I go, why? She goes, because it's Sabbath. I'm sitting there looking at her, and I'm like, okay, I know what it means. I don't use that word in my house. I use family fun day. So I'm like, so, Ariana, what does it mean? "Cause Mom, it's a day of rest. I need to rest now. It's Sunday. I'll clean my room on Monday. <laughs> I Yeah. I walked away. I couldn't argue with her because she wasn't exactly wrong. You know, and my son goes. You know, we have not ten commandments. We have eleven commandments. The eleventh commandment is sharing.
1: That's good. I like that one. <laughs> so we need to
0: sh- we need to share.
1: Sharing is caring. That's right.
0: Well you know at least they're reading and understanding what they're learning and still having that faith in their own way
1: yeah oh absolutely and they're young what are what are their ages now how old are they now
0: nine and seven nine and seven
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah that's 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 a good that's a good age to start learning you know I wish i was learning that that young, you know, for sure.
0: But fortunately, my kids have a good mentor to help them. Ron helps them with explaining things with the Bible.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Ron does a lot. He's helped me a lot as well. Also... But then uh, again,
0: you know, all this... Go ahead.
1: No, no, you're good, you're good. I'll go after you.
0: I' was going to say you know all this keeps going around the same thing about being honest and truthful to yourself. You know you have to the only way you can have faith is being honest with yourself and understanding yourself and believing that there's something more than just yourself. You know back yeah, when we were kids, absolutely. you know your mom's always told you the world doesn't revolve around you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, and it's more fun, you know, when, when others are involved too, you know, and you get to enjoy things with others, you know, like being in the community is one of the most uplifting things, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, whether it's a family or friends or a church or Galvanized Global, the Hope Collection, you know, we all have, you know, we're stronger together, you know, and we, we We really are limited as people by ourselves, but when we come together um it's powerful, you know we can achieve so much more, and it's way more fun <laughs> you know like when i started galvanized global, it was all by myself. it was like it was you know really uh, hard to get a lot done in the first place, but too, it was kind of discouraging, and I felt alone, you know, and then when I started reaching out to others for help, it was like they were so excited to be a part of it and so excited to like, you know, be involved that I was trusting them with, um, you know, the visions that God has given me. And, and I was like, wow, okay, you know, this is awesome. And then, you know, and we just gained some momentum. And after a couple of years, like we're, we're at where we're at today. And, just let um, them pass. Yeah, I'm out here. You know, we're, we're crushing all the goals that we set out to. And, you know, we're, we're going to continue, and continue, you know, giving people the best service possible, you know, rendering, rendering the best service for them. And, um, you know, I'm thankful for you as well, Mary, for, um, being able to, um, yeah, send some people our way to, uh, for us to be able to help provide the best service for and, and help, help them achieve their goals. You know, um, just like we're talking about, you know, sometimes it, it takes, getting outside of ourselves, that takes humility, you know, and whether you're in your faith or you're achieving your goals, it takes humility, you know, because if if you didn't have humility, then you'd think you'd just do it all yourself, you know, and um, and you'd be lazy. When you put in hard work, it's actually you showing yourself and showing others that, like, okay, you know, I'm not there yet. I got to keep going, you know.
0: No, but that's where we make a good partnership because what you do is different than what I do. And so when people come to me wanting a particular help, if I don't do it, I'm not going to try to help someone do it. If I know people that do it like you guys do, I'm going to send them your way. 'Cause I've built most of my business on referrals from other coaches. Because I specialize strictly in mental health issues as opposed to, you know, goal setting and motivation and stress.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You're you're a mind alchemist. I love that. Every time I see that, it fires me up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I found a little bit better word. That explains a little bit better now. So now, I'm a mind translator. I help you understand why you do what you do. Why you think what you think. And help you rewire your brain to be able to down and understand what's going on what yeah. you're struggling with yeah the
1: the beauty's found in the process as you know you know some, sometimes we're you know this life especially technology everything's so fast that we don't even have the chance to slow down and you know see how we could be doing things better how we could be thinking through things and try to improve, you know, so I love that, what you said about just slowing down, you know, and, um, you know, slow down so then you could speed up, you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't want to, you know, right. burn out and keep hitting the, the same dead ends, you know, just as this is the explained, you know?
0: Well, and that's the biggest struggle. Now, a lot of kids are facing is with electronics and that instant gratification and that constant scroll Our brains process things so much faster and they don't stop compared to what it used to be. So now we have to learn to reprogram our brains to slow down and enjoy and not look for external gratification. You know, how many likes we get on social media, how many shares, how many smiley faces, whatever it is. Changes regularly, so it's hard to keep track. <laughs>
1: fire emojis. <laughs> yeah, that's what I use. Fire, fire emojis. <laughs> or or the praying hand. Those are my favorite. Or the glasses. The the emoji with the glasses. The sunglasses. <laughs> What's your favorite emoji, Mary?
0: The heart. Because I'm lazy. Yes. It's right there. I believe in words. So I actually use a full sentence when I talk.
1: <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But, uh, I think we're you know, I can text. I actually here. type
0: the full word out.
1: <laughs> What's that? I've never heard of that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> People probably think I send too many words. They're like, hey, just, just a couple. That's fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I appreciate I get... your time, Mary. I appreciate everyone joining tonight. And shout out to all the hard workers. Labor Day. Thanks for tuning in. And hope hope this episode empowered you and your faith and your mindset. And you got at least one thing or multiple things, hopefully, out of tonight that will help uh, push you forward to success for the week. Tune in to... Um, one flag uh, for uh, 9-11 coming up and uh, one flag one life uh, 9-11 it's going to be the week tribute that we're really looking forward to coming up so tune in for that
0: yes sir and we will hear a lot of different stories from businesses to survivors to military personnel and why they enlisted Because you know the phenomenal thing was is right after that happened, recruiting stations had lines out the door The people that dropped everything and decided to enlist that day and that following week.
1: Wow. Yeah, so everyone, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk soon. God bless you, everyone. and. Um, Yeah, we'll talk soon. Thanks again, Mary. You're a rock star, as always. I appreciate you greatly.
0: It's a two-way street there. Well, have a good day, have a good night, and see you back here tomorrow at noon for Travel Tuesday with Rick Reese and Ron Clayton. Bye for now.